Good morning. <laughs> Welcome back to Shawnee and Mel's in the morning. We made it through the first full week in January, right? Or is this the second week? The in second. January? It's the second. Off that we, we, we see. No, we didn't make it. We just bear, you see, as we, we <laughs> as, as Shawnee's uh, uh, ineffective way of telling time right about now, we in the second week of January. And let's be honest here. We dragging, all right? We dragging our ass over this finish line to the second week. Yes. <laughs> we are, but we're here. It's Friday, and I'm on a party and get my groove on. Oh. In the famous words of Sir Charles Jones. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't finna party. You ain't finna party. You know, it's, it's... I want to listen to some brown liquor music. And Sir Charles Jones, <laughs> that, that is my favorite song. When I heard that song, I fell in love it's with that Friday. song. Everything that he said in that song is so true. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna get my groove on. And I'm partying and get my groove on. Shout out to and Sir. And then he said he want to spend his whole check on him. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning, Thank Chris. You for joining us. His whole check. Now, I don't know about that. I don't, uh, you that's got what he want to listen. He said, Look, I done took care of the kids, the wife. Listen, now <laughs> I'm about to do something for me. He said he gonna put his gaiters on, pull out his little suit. And go get his groove on. It's mm. Friday. All right, then. Uh, long as now, he... I might not go nowhere and party and get my groove on, but I'm going to sit here and enjoy some brown look, liquor music. That's right, bro. T- today and tomorrow <laughs> when the show comes on. Speaking of brown liquor music, uh, you know, party until, you, until your check gone going to lead to your last $2. And you're going to yeah. need that for the jukebox. You're going to need one for the jukebox. <laughs> you're going to need one for the jukebox. And <laughs> one for the, the other for the... What, for the bus? For the ride home, right? Yes. <laughs> so, so be careful out there. Brown Liquor Music, once again, debuting uh, this weekend, Saturday night at 6 p.m. On- I'm going to put that mix together because after that, after you spent your last, because you spent your last two dollars at the hole in the wall. You went. It's Friday. You went and got your party on. That's at right. The hole in the wall. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you spent your last two dollars, and now you're down to your last two dollars. <laughs> Got to be careful. Be be at and, the casino. And now, when you get home, uh, your wife want to know. No, now you asking yourself. Who's making love to your old lady while you was out making love? Good morning, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, sir. I miss y'all too, Chris. I miss y'all too. Uh, missing, missing me over there, Cove. I miss y'all too out there, but I miss y'all too. Uh, shiny too, shiny too. But uh, it's time. But matter of fact, this weekend, uh, this matter of fact, Monday, I will be in Tyler, uh, uh, getting things rolling uh, out there. Uh, finally. <laughs> so congratulations oh my godfather is on good morning good morning Betty. how are you good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning happy to everybody birthday again oh happy birthday happy birthday <laughs> it was it was a couple of weeks ago all right dude i did about? send a happy birthday on facebook though but good morning patty how are you no doubt abilene no doubt. I then Abilene. We appreciate everybody statewide, worldwide checking us out. Even on the podcast. Shout out to the podcast audience once again checking us out. Uh, Good doing morning, stupid Sherry. numbers. Stupid numbers. Good morning, Sherry. Out there in AZ. Yes, Sherry, I agree with you too. 
What's that? Thank God I'm fabulous. That's what TGIF oh, no. said. That's what, that what that means. That's what that means. Thank God That's what that means. My people, God. DJ Earl on the check-in. Good morning, family. God bless morning, you, family. DJ Earl. Now, DJ Earl, are you a part of Brown Liquor Music? Or will we be able to hear one of your mixes in that? Well, we got to get Brown, We got to get uh, Earl trained up. We got to get Earl trained up. We got to get him trained up on his Southern Soul. But he he, he he's okay. he's one of the illers out there though. We gotta get him trained up. He he's coast cat. We gotta get him get him trained up on the southern soul. We gonna get him right though. <laughs> we oh, gonna get him right. Okay. Yeah, he, he, we gonna so get him right I though. Get, he he does mix. He did mix for me on Kiss. Uh, one of the baddest out there though. He's one of the best in the game. Uh, like like he's DJed for Jamie Foxx personally and other folks as well. So he's a well known cat. Very good dude. Stand up cat. That's my G. Uh, but speaking of mixing brown liquor music, this weekend Saturday. Night Nights at 6 p.m. on 92.9 WTUG uh, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and also on the WTUG app. And then on Sunday, Sunday afternoons from noon until 3 p.m. on WBOB uh, Internet Radio. Shout out to Brian O'Brien and the fam putting me on on that one. Uh, three hours of Southern Soul and Blues in the mix. And plus, we're going to be interviewing uh, Jeter Jones, the king of the trail ride blues this week. And also debuting some new music from some new Southern Soul artists, including Chris Ivey. So shout out to everybody. Brown Lake Music, Mel's on the MIC, the United States All-Star DJs, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on WTUG and Sundays, noon to 3 on WBOB. That's what we do. All right. That's that's what we do. All right. That's what we do. Brown liquor music. That's where we at. Uh, so it's Friday. We made it to the weekend. Getting ready to head into the MLK weekend. Let us not forget that as well. It is the MLK weekend. This is the weekend we uh, uh, recognize as, and it also today would have been Dr. King's 92nd birthday uh, if he was still with us today. 92 years old. Has his dream been realized yet? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> We still having dreams. <laughs> Some dreams have come true. Some dreams have turned into nightmares. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess the important part is that we're still working towards them, and everyone, um, people will at least acknowledge Dr. King. Well, we'll see. What he stood for. Yeah, well, you're going to probably just remember this weekend, you're going to see a bunch of people who don't really believe in what Dr. King's standing for, posting quotes and, and trying to call for peace and all this other stuff when them jokers was just a week ago trying to overthrow the government. So please stay woke on that. All right? Don't fall for none of the shenanigans in the in the bull issue that you're going to see this weekend. Well, Donald Trump said that he talked to him. Talk no, to not who? Donald Trump. Um, his, uh, the White House secretary... Um, he's not there anymore. He quit. No, oh. but you don't remember he was speaking with April Ryan, and he said, oh, I, "Well, we talked to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr." Oh, word. I, uh, well, how many? Which, I was like, "How you do that?" Well, like, <laughs> he did. Which one was this though? Because you know he went through like a dozen of them in his four years. He the went through like a one, okay. That's first. that's why I'm trying to remember. I, yeah, it, he went through so to, many. They <laughs> yeah. had to correct him and say, "No, that's Martin Luther King Jr." The the third. The third. The <laughs> third. You talk to, you the kid. Talk to you talk to the Martin kid. King Jr. Martin Luther King. If you did that, y'all need to pull him out of hiding. For real. Uh, if he in Canada somewhere, you know, that's what. Pull the Elvis or a Tupac on us. <laughs> but that's y'all president. That's y'all president with this time fool. Like I said, that's why I didn't remember that one because, like I said, he went through like 15 press secretaries in four years. You get, you get elected once and peace twice. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, I don't know how that works, but, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And you still got these folks still out here acting a fool. And, like I said, just be mindful of that this weekend. You're going to see a bunch of people. 
who who don't really believe in what Dr. King's message, uh, they would have been against Dr. King. You got to remember this about Dr. King. At the time when he was alive, 61% of Americans hated Dr. Martin Luther King. Let me, let me repeat that again. That was a national poll conducted uh, 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 several uh, in, a, in a year leading up to his death. 60, overwhelmingly 60% of Americans hated Dr. Martin Luther King and thought he was a troublemaker. Some even referred to him as a terrorist. And that's and that's the fact. And now here you are some 40 years later and you these same folks will be using his name in vain, if you will, uh, to, to try to uh, trump up peace. And they want peace now. Y'all didn't want peace last week. <laughs> so just pay that no mind, all right? Uh, let's keep it moving, though. What else we got on the agenda today on this Friday? You know, there was an update about Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it was. I didn't, you know, the the update popped up and I didn't click on it. Well, I, um, well, I did see well, I did see that we are starting to get information about Dr. Dre's uh wife and his and her divorce proceedings uh saying uh paperwork has been filed and in the paperwork she's alleging that Dr. Dre uh abused her uh and gave specifics uh, including an inc- including two separate incidents where she says uh, Dre put a gun to her head. Uh now I, the thing I find fishy is this happened 19 years apart. She was a, like the space in between these two incidents of when he put a gun to head are 19 whole ass years apart. So, you know, and that's, I mean, but that's what abusers do. I, I, and that's the thing. And it's, it's, it's so crazy because this, this is like a whole domestic violence story. Mm-hmm. And, and we saw this kind of play out in the Michelle A story. Uh-huh. And if you remember, Dre did not want that story to come out because mm-hmm. he didn't want to be portrayed that way. Mm-hmm. And that's what abusers do. I, you know, I don't wish anything bad on um, Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. but at the end of it all, you you know, I, I, I believe in what you put out, you, you know, you get back. Right. I'm not saying that's why he had a brain aneurysm or anything, but... There could be some truth to that. And when you're in a relationship with somebody, because people, you know, the, I've been there. Yeah, so I'm talking from experience. So I'm you've been talking about from, you know, what I think. So, okay, so I've been in a relationship with somebody who done put their hands on me. Mm-hmm. I done put hands back on them and I stayed with them. Mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship with somebody who's gone as far to threaten to kill me, you know, and my children. And now when my children got involved, that that was a key thing. When the, my kids came out of their mouth, okay, now nah, we got to end this. So what, As so, long as my kids weren't being brought up, I was, okay, we going to work through this. People have, you know, stuff. Have, but I, I don't believe in anybody putting their hands on somebody. Because if you lay hands on somebody, you need to be prepared to get hit back. Well, let me ask you this. Let's, let's go into the psychology of that for a minute. Uh, what makes you stay after a person put their hands on you? Like, what? What? Why? Why stay? Like, we? Like, I, I get it. I know it's easier said than done. But take me into the psychology of that real quick. So, if let's say you and Carissa get into it, y'all been mm-hmm. to, together however long. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all done. Y'all overcome some things mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. One day y'all have an argument that it it goes too far. Mm-hmm. And maybe she slapped you in the face. You just going to leave her? Uh, no. I'm talking about the repeated incidents of abuse. But Take me into that. Thing. One, a lot, I'm, I'm not talking about you come home every day and this happens. 
Okay. Okay, it happened here. But it happens every day. There's people in relationships now where this is happening well, every day. I can't, I can't speak for every day. Because okay. every day now, I'd, I'd be in jail. Somebody would be dead if it was every day. But, okay, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here and have a real conversation about relationships. Okay. There are some relationships that have been together 10, 15, 20, 40 years. And at some point, the people ended up getting physical. Not all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But it it happens. Yes, I agree with that. You know, so I'll say for me, I, I'll use my incident. The first time it happened, mm-hmm. if I felt like, um, you know, I had black eyes and, you know, all of that, it, it wasn't just a, okay, this joker done put his hands on me. Mm-hmm. He done put his hands, you know, around my neck. We done had some words. You, gotta, you know, you take a couple of days, you cool off. Then you come back. It's not something that's happening every day. And then the other thing, when you with somebody that's abusive, there are there are other little things that they do and say that's not necessarily them putting their hands on you. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a whole manipulation thing. It's a whole manipulation thing. And then you as a person, you have to you have to come to a realization that. I don't, I don't, this ain't what I wanted to do. Cause for me, that second time it happened, I'm like, okay, listen, <laughs> this right here, this ain't about to work. Right. And you done put my kid, you done brought my kid, my kids came out your mouth. My kids ain't got nothing to do. My kids ain't even here. Mm-hmm. So why is this, this happening? So with, with her and Dre and, and, um, DJ Earl was talking about, um, he bringing up the D Barnes incident. You talking yeah, about pumping up days. And, and that's, an, that, that, I, I don't think that that's her trying to, Trump up charges is you know Dre has a history of this. How you gonna jump on the reporter? Now the Barnes incident was a was a definite eye opener for a lot of people about Dre. That was an alarming situation about Dre because I like I said I in that particular incident I you had no choice but to believe D Barnes. It was it was because yeah. yeah, she she threw her whole career away off of this incident. Just, just say to hell with the industry, to hell with everything. I'm done with this ish, and that tells me everything I need to know. Like this girl said, I, I don't want to. Like that was a bad incident. So I don't really think this has anything to do with D Barnes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the point is, is that there is um, evidence of Dre being this way. Mm-hmm. We know, have a track record. It, it, I mean. Somebody just, Dre just needs to admit that he has a problem, which most abusers like that don't. Mm -hmm. You know, and then on top of that, Dre got money. He has fame. He has power. So I could imagine that he is something else to deal with. Well, I mean. But and just as far as he goes to the left, being abusive, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he can go just as far back to the right and be probably be so sweet and make you feel like, oh, this is never going to happen again. And, you know, we can't sit up and call people stupid mm-hmm. for staying in a in a relationship. You can't because you're not in a relationship with them. So you don't know what's going on. You don't know what that tie is. And that's why I'm trying to find out. Let's, and that's why I'm trying to dig into the psychology of the situation is is is. Like uh, Chris says right here, uh, it's yeah. a cycle of abuse. The abuser beats them down emotionally, separates them from the support system, has financial control, then they're afraid to leave. And I've seen that in a lot of instances, but we also see instances where none of that happens. And some people just still stay. That, and that's what that I think that's the part that baffles me it, it, it is it, because I, I, I don't know as much as we know now 
about abuse and domestic abuse and the situations that, that folks find themselves in. As much information as we know now about the psychology of it, it would seem more people would do better or some more people would move around and, 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 and get themselves out of these situations. Uh, nah, because when you get in a situation, like, it don't happen right off. Like, by the time, well... And in, in some cases, it doesn't happen right off. You already you're invested. Mm -hmm. So there's that hope there. Mm -hmm. You trying to make it work. I mean, especially for, you know, we I, I and I know that other races go through this, too. But I'm going to talk about black people mm -hmm. right now. OK. OK. We're always um, portrayed as baby mamas and a baby daddy running around doing everything. Or if it is a single man. Um, and he decides to be with a black woman, she has to deal with him having multiple women. They they don't push the agenda of the black family, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. And so psychology, you know, um, from a psychological standpoint, when you get in a relationship, it's, I mean, I'll say, me, myself, if I get in a relationship with somebody, I'm going to do everything I can to try to make it work because I want to beat that stereotype. I don't want to be that person that, you know, Oh, I didn't stay. I gave up too quick. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't give this person a chance. Mm -hmm. You know, you you don't want to be there, but yeah, at some point, you have to say you you have to um, pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. And Chris is right; they pick their targets too. Mm -hmm. Yes, people who are vetted that will over time fall into the trap, and and they do, and and it and and the. And everything she said here mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> about separating them from their support system has financial control. Sometimes a man don't have financial control, mm -hmm. but he will beat them down emotionally and separate them from their support system. And this is what will happen. He'll start some mess between the, the female and her friends, her cousins, her mom, and it'll be, well, uh, you know they really just hating on you. It, that that's how it starts. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and pause you right there before you move on and say this is not exclusive to men too. Women women can be abusers too. Let's let's uh, now continue. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I do not want to. This nah. I'm not gonna sit here and, and let this men get abused too. It's, it's possible a man could be in a bad relationship, an abusive relationship as well, dealing with those same things. So let's keep it 100. You know how when you having sex and your partner say something that's just thrown off and it just killed the mood. Mm -hmm. That's what just happened. Well, that's what's good. Well, damn it, I'm going to kill the mood. Damn it, I'm going to kill the mood. I don't care. Boo me. Boo me. Yeah, that's always the man fault, like this person just said on uh, uh, on Twitch. <laughs> GG Neon just says it's always the man fault. See, it's always the man fault. It's, it's not always. I, the man's okay, fault. then. Thank you. I'm like I said. It's, I'm going always the man's fault. I'm gonna kill this mood right now because I I've seen it as well. I've seen men being in abusive relationships. No, they might not get slapped around. They might not get physically beat down. I've seen some women talk. I'm, I, I've seen it. I I know a guy. I know a guy right now. <laughs> that, 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 that I could tell he was a victim of of emotional uh, abuse from his female partner. I know this for a fact, and I just be looking at him like dog. So okay, that's your that's somebody you know. So why does he stay? Because from what I could tell, they've been married for a long time. It's been for it's it's they they they've been together for forever. From what I could tell, what. Do, uh, 
to me, I look at it as I wouldn't put up with that shit. <laughs> I wouldn't put up with it. I wouldn't. Because, uh, because, uh, like I said, I know for a fact this guy is a good guy. He takes care of the family. He pay all the bad. The girl ain't got to work. <laughs> the girl ain't got to work. But, yeah, I'm coming home and you talking reckless to me. I think. I well, th what does she say? Like, what's some of the stuff that she says? Because oh, the female, um, like you said, okay, let me clarify. It's not the man. It's Let me clarify. It's the man's fault for not checking the woman. I think I think it's fifty fifty. I think it's it's both people's fault. Yeah, it's both. Is that and it, it keeps happening? Now yeah. it's not a woman's fault that a man ball up his fist and hit her or slap her because right. he can't control his emotions. Absolutely. However, and vice I versa. Say, if you are the person that is being abused, it's up to you to make a decision on. Hey, I need better from and and it takes some people longer to get there because if you got mm. in your mind, okay. He apologized. It's not going to happen again. We're going to make this work. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they're going to try to do. Right. But when I, I, I feel some type of way when I hear men say, well, oh, you know, some women are verbally abusive to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And what is she saying to you that is so abusive? Emasculating things like, uh, uh, just saying, like, like I said, I haven't heard these things personally in my relationship, but I have. I know we was out in this situation somewhere with these folks, and one of them said, and the lady said, "Well, I, I, I don't want to go out with you or something like that. I don't want to go with you. I, I'd rather go by myself and, and stuff like that." And I, like I said, I don't know their day to day. All I know is from what I saw, uh, going off of what I saw, and, and and also what my friends that saw as well. They they talked about this as well. Now I think I think they got the issue straight because I know for a fact that they're still together, and 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 they still married, <laughs> from, from what I know. Uh, but I think I think, but from what I heard in the last time I seen them recently, uh, they that stopped. I could tell that it was a change made in some way, shape, or form. And I, that might have been the man standing up saying, you know, hey, bro, I'm tired of this ish. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I said, I don't know exactly what those wordings are, but I do know that some men are verbally abused. They're being emasculated. They're being told that, that you ain't this and you ain't that and, and what good is you and, and all this other stuff. Look at you. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. Like, like, I mean, but okay, so this is my question. Okay, so like with your friends or that that couple, mm -hmm. that might be the way they communicate. That, that, but, that's but fine. In public, but when it when she you know did what they normally do in public, mm -hmm. he acted like the victim. Cause sometimes that happens. Oh, don't act like that. Ain't no. Some dudes, they ain't no. No, dudes, ain't no acting like it. Be want, uh uh. Some dudes be want sympathy. They ain't no acting go, like and it. And they run and go tell another woman, other man, man, she be saying this and that to me and da 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 da. Okay, well, in, in essence, you can't, because let me be clear. There are women that can be verbally ab abusive. And physical. I, I, be clear I, on that. And, and physical. physical. All right? We're going to stop with that. We're going to stop with that half-assing of, 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 of men and women. All right? We keep it 100 all the way funky. I can agree with that 100%. Okay. <clears throat> However... I don't agree with all of the things that people say are verbally abusive. Like if a woman is telling a man that he's not um, performing at a certain level, and I'm not talking about sexual, I'm talking about, you mm -hmm. know, in general, mm -hmm. you would have dude, the dude, is, he's off his luck. Maybe he lost his job or whatever. And now he's fallen into this hole and won't come out 
and you you know you if you care about this person and you want to see them do better and you trying to make a relationship work with them yeah i'm gonna say look bro you need to get up off your behind and you need to do you need to do something that's not right but now that's not you're abuse. not being productive but saying that that's not saying even that, not even saying that as verbal that, that, that's, that's not abuse saying, no that's I'm not what i'm saying you. that's not what i'm saying hold on hold on that's, that's not what i'm saying if i'm out here handling all my business and taking care of everything and you still telling me that i ain't shit then, then no you're being verbally abusive at this point if i'm taking care if i'm doing everything i'm supposed to be doing trying to be a loving husband doing everything i'm i'm right but you still that still ain't good enough but, for you and you still complaining you, you know still talking down on me? That you still talking down on me? Everything you know that he go to work. The man, that, that's all you know. You don't know what's happening. In okay, house. but you trying to use this one specific scenario? Okay, I'm talking about in the totality of it all. That is of, about the possibility of how yes, women can be verbally abusive. You talking apples and oranges? Yes, you can say, hey, go up and go get get motivated, get off your ass and go do something. That's not being verbally abusive. I'm never going to say that's verbally abusive. But if I'm out here doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and you still got nothing but negative feedback and talk on me. That's no different than than if you out here doing what you supposed to be doing in your house, you cooking and cleaning, you carrying on and doing what you supposed to be doing as a woman. And I still come up in there and say the, the, the eggs are still sour. The milk used to be so you sweet. You ain't take the trash. You ain't take the trash you out. Ain't, you, you ain't putting no line in the trash. Ain't none of ain't none of ain't nothing nothing you do is good enough for this person. That's emotional abuse. That's not that's somebody that's not showing appreciation for you and your your contributions to the relationship. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think I'm never going to sit there and say that you trying to motivate me if I'm just sitting on my ass and I ain't doing nothing is verbal abuse. That's not verbal abuse. But if if everything that I do is not good enough for you and all you got is negative talk for me, that is verbal abuse. That, that's that, that's what I mean. Well, maybe you need to do a conference on that and explain that to all of the men in America. <laughs> some men think that if you just tell them, hey, you got to, you know, we got to keep moving. You right. got to get out of this rut. Right. If you say that, you're being verbally abusive. You're not appreciative. Well, who's, you don't understand well, that's what boys who don't. Well, through. that's boys who ain't ever had to deal with real issues in their life. They don't understand how to be checked. You don't understand. Listen, everybody, everybody. Let me get, let me go ahead and, and separate gender out of this right now. All y'all need to deserve to get checked, okay? At some point in our lives, men and women, we all need somebody to look us in the eyes and say, "You ain't shit. You need to get your shit together and get right." Like me and Shani do this often with each other. <laughs> we do this quite often with each other. We like we look, hey man. <laughs> like, 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 we will, but I think it's different because our dynamic is different. Right. You know, we we like you we like siblings. Right. And, and so and, and but I mean, I don't know. You know, I personally prefer to have people around me that's going to tell me the things i need to hear so that i can be better i don't want a whole bunch of oh yeah you great nah right right I, some somebody checked me this week on something <laughs> and i was like but did you, you know feel what? did you He's feel right. abused <laughs> but did you feel abused did you feel like like no, this okay mm -mm. that's what and that's what no, i'm saying and that's what i'm saying here i think that's what we we we, we feel to, to connect on that little point is the fact that you know just because you're telling me something that is beneficial to me like like yes I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, Carissa came to me yesterday and told me something, and I ain't gonna front. I caught an attitude when she told me. And, w and when I look back upon it, it was like, well, she was just trying to tell me because she wanted to make sure that things were better. I didn't take it as abuse, but I did get an attitude. 
<laughs> like I ain't gonna front. Like, like, like. Uh, why are you asking me this? What? What? what, what? Uh oh! Close the door. What? Close the door. What? Because we can see Carissa. She's not down. That's the TV. She she no. Oh, well, she was, well, she, she know what it is, but it's, but she, she was here. <laughs> she know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> she was no, here. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying your wife is walking by and we can see. <laughs> well, oh, I, my God. That's, well, no, that's your room. Well, I can't close Dang. the door. I can't close the door because I, oh. I got stuff Why in the mail. <laughs> I'm not talking about your, your past. See? See, look all the stuff you done started in my house. See all the chaos you done started in my house? See all the chaos you done started in my house now? I'm just saying, you know. Because you, you know, it's like when the kids on online school mm -hmm. and the parents forget and they just walk around the house. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those moments. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, close it though. <laughs> but no, I mean, but no, I mean, like I said, yesterday, you know, I admit that, you know, when she, she, she came and brought me some information that I, that she was just checking to verify the information that I had given her was factual and correct. And I, and I, I probably got an attitude. I more than likely got an attitude and, you know, <laughs> look, look, go back to work. <laughs> yeah, you did get an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, Carissa. Tell him, get him. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, see, I'll be back in the office on Monday. Look, that she go right there. She just walked by. See, I see what you're saying. She just walked. Look, she keep walking by too on purpose, <laughs> just to just just to be lurking, just just to be lurking for the sake of lurking. Look at her. <laughs> look at her lurking just for the sake of lurking. Anyway, um, um, but no, like I said. It, I can't I can't equate the two, you know, you can't equate the two about, you know, yes, we might get an attitude or, or upset about something. Uh, but but at the same time, I don't think it's abuse. If, if somebody's checking you and being honest with you and trying to get you to be your better self is it's not abuse. OK, it's not abuse. It's yeah. abuse is you're doing everything you possibly can and it's never good enough. It's never good enough. It's constantly still you this, 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 this and this. You ain't, you know. You ain't, uh, what was that, Mr. on the color purple. That is abuse, okay? <laughs> that, was, that was definitely abuse. That or was abuse. even on um, Greenleaf. Greenleaf, when Charity uh, started messing with that minister, mm -hmm. and he really didn't like her, he was just using her. Mm -hmm. That's that's abuse. That's abuse. Like, that's 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 the signs of that's it. That's abuse. Mm -hmm. So, like yeah. I said, with, with this Dre situation, you know, we, you know, and we joke and, 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 and clown about Dre and his situation and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think Dre's situation, he does have a pattern. We do. We, we, we got a established pattern. I think he also did uh, some court, had to go to jail and do some court time for some of these incidents as well. So, uh, so yeah. it is what it is, man. Like I said, that's why Dre said, give it a $2 million. Let's just go ahead and give it a $2 million. Yeah, he, he, he probably don't want all that to come out. I mean, now what does concern me still is him signing the papers in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I, for one, don't believe that the woman was like, here, you got to sign these papers on his deathbed. <laughs> well, he ain't on his deathbed now, but... but I, I mean, well, you don't know. With the, with the brain aneurysm, if they kept him like that and they're monitoring him thinking that it could happen again, mm -hmm. that could kill you. That could. I mean, because when that happens, you, you have to get... You got to get help quick because yeah. you could be gone. So, no, I mean, it's a real... That's a real serious thing. Mm -hmm. Even if he's sitting up and he's talking... 
and you know we don't we really don't know what they're doing to him we don't know if they perform surgery on him mm -hmm. you know if they had to perform surgery to go in to try to stop the bleeding and that's right so i, I wish him the best in that sense but i also um wish that he would just go on and just admit you know what let me just you know do the right thing uh sincerely apologize for the wrong that he has done mm -hmm. you know sincere like and mean it own it <laughs> you know and when you own it you know learn from it teach others not to do the same thing stuff like that you know that that's what makes a difference you know he can give her two million dollars a month but still terrorize her every month mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know be calling her harassing her or having people sitting outside her house <laughs> people following her you know, calling you. people, lying on her, messing up her clients. You know, it's it's a lot. I don't think it's that crucial. I don't think you it, don't, I hope, I hope you, it doesn't like, get that crucial. You don't? You really don't think it's that crucial? I hope it don't get that crucial. But you know that it can. It can. It, I, it I'm can. not going to deny it. It can. It can get that crucial. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. And, and, but that right there, when when you... Because they ask the question. The question is always asked, well, why did the woman go back to the man that beat her? Well, you know what? When you call the police or you go to the uh, little advocacy place to get help, mm -hmm. then it become, well, since you didn't put him in jail, ain't nothing we can do. Right. Okay, so... All right, well, he keep messing with me. Here, mm. here are all these emails. Here are these text messages with them. Well, that's just him trying to get back with you. Mm. That's and what they I'm, tell I'm you. I'm not making this up. This is this is real stuff. I've I've lived this. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, I've had to move three times because he keeps finding out where I'm living and he's calling my kids' father, harassing my kids' father, calling my friends, harassing them, harassing my children. Well, we can't do nothing. Yeah, until yeah. He... and that's the thing. Oh, and, sorry about that. that right Trying to there, share the video. When, when you, oh, I'm like, they ask the question. The question is always asked. Well, why did the woman go back? This to is the Facebook, man. man. This is well, always you know with some BS. When you call the police, I guess I can't get out of here now. <laughs> I'm trying to share the video. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are the things that happen, and it, and I could see where some people would end up getting frustrated and be like well okay because you know when when you have a law enforcement person oh well he he just trying to get back with you and that's and wrong if, and that, if, but that's if you have your abuser saying don't nobody care about you but me you might as well come back here if if your mind ain't strong enough you will and that's and and that, that's sad you know and that's the heartbreaking thing about this whole situation is it, 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 and again both sides let's be clear you know this, this happens on both sides you know man and female so I understand you talking from the perspective of that, but I still won't keep it like Chris says. We should know everybody, no double standards. It's it is what it is. Both sides are wrong in this situation and keep your damn hands to yourself. Let's, let's just keep it down, let's keep the bread ball it down to that. Be an adult, keep your damn hands to yourself, and everybody will be fine. All right? Let's let's just keep it on. All right. Now, well, not just your hands, but your man's and your, ugly words, and your words too, and your words too. We that, gotta be the other thing. The, the verbal abuse again, like I say, verbal abuse is is a fine edge sword because some people, like I say, some people take negative talk as verbal abuse. Some people can't take positive feedback, then they see it as abuse. You know, so it is what it is. So you just, just you know, 
stick stick to the golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it really comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. That's in all your religious texts and every every book and Bible. Uh, Shawnee Scott, can I ask you a question real quick about something real quick? Go ahead. Do you care that uh, Shante and Keisha Cole are having their versus battle again? <laughs> Do you care? Do you still care at this point if they ever have this versus battle? I mean, I want to see it, yeah, because I'm a big Keisha Cole fan, so I would like to see it and see the two of them together. Shanti has some good songs, but... Yeah, I want to do the sing along with Keisha Cole, and you know we sing along with Ashanti. It's it's something to do. Well, you're finally season. Well, you're finally gonna get your chance because next week, uh, January twenty first, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole will finally happen on Versus. They say this is the final date, and they're gonna have it come rain, snow, sleet, or hail. That's what they put in the comments. But they, uh, my okay. thing is, ain't none of the four, ain't none of them four things stop you the last damn time. <laughs> ain't, none, ain't no rain, sleet, snail, snow stopped y'all the last time. It was a Shante hard-headed ass won't be flying out here to Africa and catching COVID the week of the damn show uh, when they're supposed to be popping off. I thought it was so funny though because Keisha Cole put in the comments on their uh, Instagram feed, she put the side eye. Cause you could tell she didn't had enough of this. She 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 didn't had enough of the postponements. Uh, they didn't mess with her bag and her time and all this other stuff. At this point, I really don't care if they have this battle. I, I I'm like over it because we was hyping it up for like what a week and some change and playing all these songs. We did a whole show on it and all this other stuff and then they cancel it and then they cancel it again. I think last week they were supposed to have it. They cancel it again. So now everybody's like, okay, we didn't have enough of this. So that's why I asked, do you still care if you still want to see this battle? Because it's supposed to be happening uh, next week. Finally, once and for all, do you still care? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not sitting over here. Oh, I can't wait for that. But to know that it's coming, yeah, that's great. Cause I, I like I said, I'm a big Keisha Cole fan. Mm-hmm. I like Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Keisha Cole more. Right. You know, artistic. Well, I've never met Ashanti. I've met Keisha Cole a couple times. Mm-hmm. I want to do. I, I never met Keisha Cole or Shanti, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm, from what I can tell, and from what I've seen in the last battle, from the battles that we put together, Keisha Cole gonna wash her. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah. I think, I think it's a washing. From what we said, from what, from our own research and and things that we've done, it's gonna be a washing. Keisha Cole is gonna wash her. So I don't need. That's one of the reasons why I don't think I want to watch this battle anymore. Because now that I know that Keisha Cole has way more hits. Than Ashanti, I thought Ashanti had something, at least something buried in the chamber here and there. Well, she has some. She got some songs that we gonna be sitting there definitely singing and feeling. But then her features mm-hmm. um, that pop up with like Ja Rule and stuff—that's big, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Ashanti, it is be nice to see Ashanti because Ashanti went through a, a whole transformation. Thank you, Chris. You have a good weekend too. Enjoy your weekend, Chris. Um, it so it it would be nice to see her. You know, I want to see Ashanti, what she's wearing, how she looks, you know, how she's doing. Ashanti, Ashanti grabbed our heart because she dated Nelly for a little while. Their relationship went sideways. I do believe some of her songs, those last songs that she put out, were about him. You really think that? Yeah, because and even in his current relationship, mm-hmm. there's some thing you know stories come out about stuff that he's doing, and it's like, oh, I I was really hoping that Nelly wasn't that kind of guy, but he a weird is he like a weird old kind of dude or just 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 a general trash dude? 
<laughs> like, 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 trash like, dude. <laughs> a general trash, trash dude. dude. <laughs> One woman ain't enough. You know, we can't sit down. You know, that thing. And and I don't. And I just don't understand that about. Man, and I know some. What is gonna, that? You gonna say? Well, women do it too, but no, man. I wasn't gonna say that. I was going. What I was going to say is, what's so hard to understand about it? We, we, y'all look at it as emotional. We look at it as physical. But, uh, but at what point do you? I mean, how is it that you can? And you know what? I, and I keep talking about green leaf because <laughs> I'm I'm binging the season four. I, I, That's I, why I, I wonder, I'm wondering why you've been talking green leaf a lot. So you yeah. must be watching that right now. And so. In in um, one episode, and this is old. This is season four, so I'm pretty sure all y'all have seen this. I'm I'm real late, mm -hmm. but um, Jacob gets mad at his wife for having an affair, mm -hmm. even though he in the first season he was having all kinds of affairs, mm -hmm. and she didn't leave him. She stayed with him. Right. And so, in this season, she had an affair with this dude, and he big hot, and got chlamydia, <laughs> and so. <laughs> And then she got chlamydia. What? She didn't know she had it. And so she slept with Jacob. And so the next day, you know, a couple of days later, Jacob coming there talking about, <laughs> and I ain't never heard no man say this. I ain't never heard no man say this. But he said, hey, where are them pills, them cranberry pills uh, that I think their daughter took whenever she had a urinary tract infection? I'm like, Y'all say cranberry? What? <laughs> you know? And so the wife told him, she said, you don't have no urinary tract infection. You have chlamydia. <laughs> because I have what? And he just went off and he was like, get out of the house. I want a divorce. And she like, wait a minute, but all them times you cheated on me. Yeah, but I ain't gonna say to her, but I ain't bring you no disease. Thank you. That's what I was gonna say. I ain't bring you the claps. <laughs> I ain't got you. I ain't got you. I ain't got you itching, itching down here. You ain't itching and scratching down there. <laughs> at least, at least, at least I'm dipping in, in something clean. <laughs> at least I'm dipping in something no. clean. You gonna go okay. jump on? You gonna jump on some dirty D? How you gonna jump on some dirty D and bring it back to the crib? At least, and if you, okay, I, I can see like again. He had a leg to stand on. <laughs> he had a leg to stand on when you, it was just the cheating. But no, you came back and brought it. Look, at least kept it in some. At least kept it in something clean. You can, you jumped on some dirty D. So no, we no get out of my house. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't jump on some dirty she D. She <laughs> might have had some bacteria infection. Oh, hey, don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. You had some dirty. You would have jumped on the first dirty D that came across. At least, at least I was swimming in the waters of Lake Minnetonka and purifying myself and brought and still came home and brought you some clean D. No, you won't go jump on some dirty D and then come bring me say dirty. <laughs> yeah, so I, now he wanted a divorce. I haven't seen what else is going to happen. But but I'm like, I mean, uh, she was dead wrong. Like even the whole thing of how it all played out and how it happened. I'm just like, hmm. How did she? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that was crazy. That's crazy. Because yeah, you, like, you was really about no to equate. No, but you don't use no protection. But you was really about to equate these two. But no, one one violated. She violated not. She she, she was wrong. <laughs> she was at least wrong. What's on the this. difference? They both cheated. <laughs> yes, she they cheated. She cheated one time. He cheated multiple times in this woman's stage. <laughs> and now he want a divorce. I mean, he just like divorce.
divorce. Get out the house. I, well, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say divorce, divorce, you know, all that. But at the same time, you can't compare the two because <laughs> like, again, you came and brought me something. You, it, like, I, I, well, okay, you've been in that situation before. Well, you say you know your man was cheating on you. I'm quite sure that was one of the stipulations you had was don't you come bringing nothing that's gonna burn me in this house. I'm quite sure it was one of the stipulations. Well, it it, it really wasn't, but um. Yes, it was, but I, it, I, but I, it, I, it, I it would like accept this. it. This, this, this is this is how I'll answer that question. <laughs> so when i got pregnant with carly and taryn both times the question was asked did y'all do this the regular way or did you get uh artificially inseminated wait say that again you heard me wait say so, that again for our situation wait say that again it was like Turkey based. Don't let it. <laughs> the only thing was don't bring it to that. Don't it shouldn't make my front door. But <laughs> Carly and Tamron were one no spont and one no spontaneity. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like I said, I, like I said, you've been in that situation before. Like I said, I ain't never been in that situation before. But I do know. I do know that a lot of y'all who are in these situations who who say, look, if you're going to cheat on me, cheat on me. I know that's one stipulation. Don't you bring nothing back that's going to, if you're going to be out here dipping, dip, dipping something that's going to be right. No, no, don't dip at all. I prefer that you don't dip. <laughs> I would prefer, highly prefer that you don't dip. But if you do decide to go ahead and dip and go see your side piece or whatever, whatever, that you don't bring nothing back, that's gonna make my issue fall off. <laughs> so I mean, I just think you should, you know, take care of yourself. Too, <laughs> you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> You know, ask some questions. And, you know, I was just fascinated by how you was about to take it there. You really was gonna take it there and say <laughs> that 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 man don't have the right to say get out of my house because <laughs> because she because she done burnt me. <laughs> my wife's rules are escorts only. She afraid I might fall in love. Escorts only. What? <laughs> well, at least they take care of themselves because that's their business. Escorts so, you know, they, only. They walking around like that. I ain't, mm -mm, ain't, mm -mm, mm -mm, ain't paying for it. Never, 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 ever, 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 ever pay. You pay for you paid for it all these years. I, well, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay the woman. That's 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 <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only one. That's the only one. But I ain't know as far ain't as nothing in life. Free. <laughs> like, my grandmama told me long time ago. Look, baby, ain't nothing in life free. And it, I was in my thirties when I finally figured out what she meant. Ain't nothing <laughs> at life free. I ain't paying for it. Her territory. I mean, but. But hey, paying for at it. At least, you know, escorts, they, that's their job. The, so, they, you know, if that's your, your job and that's how you make your money, you know. I'm not saying that all of I mean, I don't know, but I would think as a, if I'm an escort, then I'm going to make sure that I'm functional. On the up and up? On the up and up? Uh, yeah, because I need these points. <laughs> Going to get proper maintenance checks, <laughs> proper maintenance and oil changes and... <laughs> Making sure you're right. You get some oil changes and some, uh, you know, yeah. you know, ten point inspections, ninety nine point inspection services every every few months. 
<laughs> go ahead and get your brake tag, safety inspection, sticker slapped on your ass, and you get. Out of there. Out of there. That's what we just. That's what you saying. These escorts need now that these safety inspection stickers on their butt cheeks. Just just slap them on the ass with a safety. Oh, this this good to go. Oh, girl, girl look, you need to go get that ticket. Ready. You need to go get your safety inspection stickers. <laughs> I, I think they should do that for all people. Like when you go get your test, I think they should include like the AIDS test, the STD kit. When you go for your annual, and then it should be tattooed on you. So when you decide when you decide to be with somebody, they can just look at the tattoo and see if. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you you've been quality certified. <laughs> yeah, that that'll help some people out because you know people don't they don't tell you the truth. That is great. That they is say so great. They say in the moment. That you is see so that with great. These people walking around with COVID got COVID and still coming around you. This is so great. You say that we as human beings. Should have safety inspection stickers on our asses. Just to, yeah, when you go for your annual, they should run done. all the tests on you. And the then you get a AIDS test, all the STDs, and if you get anything that comes back positive, they need to tattoo it on a spot in your body. So <laughs> when you decide to be intimate with somebody, they can check and see and know what they get themselves into. What's wrong with that? Oh my goodness. That would save a lot of lives. That would that 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 would be fun. That also would be funny because because I can imagine you 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 all getting it on, y'all kissing, y'all making love, y'all getting it on. It's about to go down, and then you, oh, you need to go get your safety spectrums renewed. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh go ahead and slide on out. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna be saying that. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna. Be saying, oh, well, then, then somewhere where it's easy to see, like you know, right here or something, you know. Oh. You can just do something and be like, let me see. Nah, I'm, that's I, that's reaching a little bit. That's a little. That's a good reach. I, I like the idea. I love the concept, though. I like the concept. We keep we treat us. We treat our bodies like automobiles. Look, you get safety inspection stickers. You got to go get insurance. <laughs> you got to you got you got to go you get insurance. Insurance on your life. You got to. Well, you ain't got to have insurance on your life. You ain't got to have it. You got to have it for your car. You should have it for your life. Yeah, you, you should, should have it for your, your life. life. <laughs> you should have it for your life. You have to have it for your health. I mean, so I I think that's, you know, that way people would be more transparent because you can't change that tattoo. Well, I guess you go to a tattoo artist and try to, have, but they need to have something special and they stamp it on there and then you know, okay, this person had chlamydia. <laughs> this person had gonorrhea. Now, what if you had all of them? <laughs> like, like, this, this, like that, if you get the whole rundown on you. You get the whole rundown. Because <laughs> you know there's people out there like that. I, I agree. I, I know there's people out there. But do, do I don't know I don't know if it's going to do us a huge service. Because, like I yeah, say. because the people would people know, st like, But people still going to get down, though. But people, you can't stop people. They still going to do it. They still going to pull mean, the but trigger. But they have a choice. Mm. Now, they. They know going in that, you know what, if I lay down with this one, I might get up with AIDS. They know this going in. Oh, I got to do it, though. <laughs> yeah, and they I know it again. going in because I don't, I mean, when I was, when you used to do all the HIV and AIDS testing, mm -hmm. the stories that I would hear as to why the people were coming to mm -hmm. get their test, which, I mean, I would be like, this really happened? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. You know, so that that's like so real to me. Right. It's, you know, I don't think I'm invincible or anything. 
And that, you know, that made me just, mm. <laughs> now, I'm a single woman out here. And I'd be like, nah, that's all right. I ain't got no, I ain't got no else to waste or take a chance with on you. Yes. And I don't know what's going on. I feel you. I feel you on that one. I ain't mad at you, especially for y'all single folks. It's it's it's, it's real out here. Y'all gotta gotta march through these waters treacherously. It's treacherous waters and out the, here. And the numbers, like for STDs, HIV, AIDS, is higher for people that's older than us. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, that's why I, that's why I've been trying to tell people: older folks turn. The older you get, the sec, the more sexually turned up you gonna get. <laughs> like you telling folks? Well, a lot of like for the men. Uh-huh. You know where they catching it? Where? The old men that's be tricking and being sugar daddies. <laughs> that right there. That's what they be saying. Research is there. You, I, I, I encourage everyone to, you know, so the sugar daddies. So the sugar daddy's getting the STDs from the young girls out here tricking, because right, they out here tricking. They're getting you basically. That's what you're saying. They out here tricking from the. They're getting it from the young girls. Right, right, and that's because the young girls have their young boyfriends that they sleeping with too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're not just sleeping with them. It's a fascinating world. Man. This is a fascinating and, world we're diving into. And then, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's just so much that if you you know just take some time to learn about. HIV, AIDS, how it's contracted, how it really starts, you would be surprised. You know, you can volunteer and test, and and you, the more you learn about it, it and then for my family, you know, we've had a couple of people die from HIV and AIDS, so mm-hmm. it was real to me at a young age. Like, wait a minute, that's what? And you get this how, you know, because it's not just sexual. You know, I had... um my favorite uncle I lost when I was in um, my late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a big her- heroin user. Mm-hmm. He used needles all the time. And he sat me down and explained to me, because this this is my uncle that used to watch me. You know, this is my mama baby brother. And so he walked me to the little candy store. You know, we go get hamburger. He gave me all the junk that I wasn't supposed to have. Right. We shared soda pops and stuff. And when that had to stop, you know, he had to explain to me, listen, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm living with. And we watched him die. I watched him from being this big, burly man to this little frail person. I mean, he was he was so little. He was smaller than me when he passed. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about me, 1920. So it's it's real, right? And I I when I when I when I think about like even our music and what what's put out and how it's just oh I slept with this one and ah, I'm a bust on your face and I and it's like wait 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 are y'all really moving around like that just cause she look good you hopping on it just cause he got a car or he driving a car it might not even be his car it might be rented. You know that it's it's ooh, that that's just real, and I think everybody should take some time to, if you out there having sex or wanting to have sex, you know, wanting, um, <laughs> wanting. <laughs> wanting to have sex. If you still sexually active and that's something that you're gonna be doing, wanting. you know, just educate yourself on the person. Don't be afraid to ask those questions because. Now nah, we just got to get it on. That's what we, that's what it is. Ain't nobody got time for all that for these conversations and this talk. 
Like, we're trying to get it on. That's 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 what it is, especially some of y'all older folks. Before we get up out of here, though, we got to talk about this story because this is a story that's close to you because you actually was you actually are familiar with Kirby John Caldwell. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about this story. Uh, we probably yeah. touch on it on Monday, but it's 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 an unfortunate story. Uh, Kirby John Caldwell, who led the Windsor Village United Methodist Church, was sentenced to six years in prison, followed by a year of supervised release for conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Uh, he expressed profound remorse and accepted uh, remorse and accepted full responsibility for his actions in court. And although he was ordered to pay just three thousand dollars in restitution as well as a fine of one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, Caldwell is report three thousand dollars. Yes, three thousand dollars restitution, thirty-five hundred to be exact. <clears throat> Uh, as well as a fine of $125,000. Uh, Caldwell has reportedly paid his restitution ahead of his prison sentence. I'm sure he did. I'm sure you get knocked that out of the box. $3,500, that's <laughs> And the restitution period has begun prior to his indictment. Uh, the defendants in this case uh, abused the trust that the victims had placed in him. Apparently, uh, him and a co-defendant, Gregory Allen Smith, had duped investors of an investment of historical Chinese bonds. Uh, the two, however, failed to inform potential investors that the bonds were worthless. And the SEC has considered Chinese bonds to be collectibles with no value other than in regards to memorabilia. The pastor received approximately $900,000 in the deal, uh, using the money to pay down debts, including personal loans, mortgages, and credit cards, as well as maintain his lifestyle. Investors never received returns for the bonds, and the scheme reportedly brought in $3.5 million. Uh, Smith was also convicted and will spend six years behind bars. Unfortunate, man. So why they didn't give the people they money they brought in? It was a scam from the jump. Million. It was a scam from the jump. That was a whole. It was that was the scam. They're selling. So what they think these people gonna do about their money? <laughs> you know that tripped me out. Like when I watch greed, and these people take thousands and hundreds and thousands of dollars from people. Mm-hmm thinking they gonna be able to tap dance and tell them oh i lost your two hundred thousand dollars and they not gonna get tagged right right and they, they like and that's 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 the fear you gotta look out for especially <clears throat> with these these people who who are always on these social media spaces and everywhere else talking about we gonna take this 500 and flipping into 5,000 and all this other stuff uh but at the same time you know he had he needed to get the book thrown at him because he's a pastor you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you people are going to trust you if you say you have an investment or something that's going to make them money, especially when you hold that weight as a pastor of a church, of a big church at, at that, a mega church at that. Uh, so, you know, yeah. and, and that's what he did. And that's basically what he and that's basically what he did in this situation. He basically abused his power as a pastor to say, you know what, I got hey, I got these knowing that them things ain't worth nothing. <laughs> knowing that the things ain't worth nothing and still kept taking these people money that's where is your conscience at where is your conscience and where is your your moral standing on that when it comes to that situation what what happened uh pastor caldwell what happened the money got too good baby <laughs> like i guess so because i used to go to his church in the summer in the summertime my godmother was a uh member of Windsor Village. So when I would go see her for the summer, she well every summer she put me in the Windsor Village Vacation Bible School. Ah uh, yes, V um, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Vacation Bible School. Ra ra ra. Sorry. 
That's what y'all said. Y'all yeah, that's how we used to say. Yeah, that's what we used to say. Oh, it's drilled. Okay. As you can see, it's drilled into my brain. I keep telling y'all, Mel's been in the church. Yes, I spent many a summer at a vacation Bible school. Did y'all get? Did y'all? Did y'all get the free trip at the end? Did y'all go on a trip at the end of vacation Bible school? Not in Windsor Village. No. Oh. They had activities for us. I mean, it was interesting. Theirs was a little different from ours at Concord, but. We would have activities every day mm -hmm. um, from like six to or four to six or something. It was some weird hour. Mm -hmm. And then we had a little program at the end. Right. And that was it. Right. But, I mean, he always seemed like a nice man, but Damn, I mean, man, never used to take everybody on the... seemed nice. They, I guess scammers got to be nice, huh? Yes. They super nice. Scammers are super nice. <laughs> they super, super nice. People's people. Oh, you know, people's people. Uh, I don't know. Damn, y'all used to go on trip because we used to do that. Like that was our thing. Like that's how we would entice the hood to come in. Like if that was one week during the summer where you can get the whole hood and all the goons and the thugs to come to church, it was vacation Bible school week. Because at the end of the week, if you attended at least two or three days of vacation Bible school, you was eligible to go on a water park trip at the end of the week. We would go out. No. We would take every. We would load up the bus and every load, load. They would get the church would get buses and we would load the kids up and we would go to water park. And, and so the whole hood would come out. Couldn't get them jokers in there on a Sunday or for anything else. But that one week of vacation Bible school, the whole hood out there, the thugs, the gangsters, the, <laughs> like, like everybody. We had other trips, um, like now when I went to New Birth mm -hmm. in Atlanta mm -hmm. under Ed Bishop Eddie Long. We would have a trip that we went on every year, mm -hmm. just a trip, but it wasn't after vacation Bible school. Nah, that was our that was our thing. We would get to go to Waterland USA, Blue Bayou Water Park, uh, Astro. I think one year we did Astro World. We did we actually took the entire thing out to Astro World in Houston when it was open. Wow! Uh, and we had a blast. Like, but you had to sit through that week of two four six eight who do we appreciate vacation bible school yay <laughs> that's what you had to sit through <laughs> we would have been looking at them like what <laughs> I, I went to the bougie vacation bible school <laughs> all right well it's time for us to get up out of here it's time to wrap this up get on get on to our weekend and uh also remind y'all about action jackson super swing golf tournament happening at top golf i can't wait for this man because this is huge yo y'all need to be in the building for this I'm really getting excited. We had a conversation last night with some people that um, might be a part of it, and it'll help Action reach his goal. We're trying to raise $10,000 for the entire thing, uh, but I, I think we're going to get there. I think we're going to get there before February 7th. We got time. Uh, Top Golf is at 8787 Park Lane in Dallas, Texas. If you want to play in one of the bays, all you got to do is register at actionsaidsride.com. Register at actionsaidsride.com. You can also get information there about sponsorship or if you just want to make a donation to the cause. And then um, tonight mm -hmm. on the Media Room 360, we have a new show okay. debuting. It is called Muck and Killer Talking Black. I like the sound of that. Lucky Killer Talking Black. Yeah, I'm curious to see what Talking Black is. I like you the know, sound they, of that. They have a saying, you talking white. So yeah. they're going to be talking black. So we can, <laughs> you can check it out tonight right after Big Beats Break Room. I like the sound of that. Um, no doubt. Muck and Killer will be on at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. They'll be on from 9 to 10. So check them out there and make sure you download the Media Room 360 app. Make sure you download that now. 
No doubt, no doubt. And catch the podcast on all your social streaming services. Just follow the Mel's on the MIC podcast channel, and you can catch this audio version of the podcast wherever you may be at. Don't forget Actions with an S. AIDSRide.com for my folks listening on the pod. Uh, Actions, A-C-T-I-O-N-S, AIDSRide.com to get signed up for uh, the big top golf event that's happening on Super Bowl weekend. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Good luck this weekend to all your football teams. We will see you guys back here and have a great and safe MOK weekend. Think about Dr. King and his legacy and all the other stuff. And we'll see you guys back here next week. The King and Queen of Some Media. We out. Peace. We out. Love you too, Sky.